Carter. I'm Eloa. And I'm Erin. And if you don't know three black bitches who love true crime, you do now. This is the I Ain't a Killer podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, now we're on. Okay, cool. I was too early. But still, hey, y'all. Hey, hey friends. We've recorded virtually before, but this is like the first time for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're recording the last virtually. time was a little, the last time was a little janky because it was like me yeah. and Carter on the same mic. Mm-hmm. Something, yeah. And I think like my mic was messing up. So hopefully this goes okay. Yeah, I think it will. Um, my fingers crossed. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> okay, so should we just get right into the should this be, or not should this be a crime, Lord? The current crime? Yeah, current crime. Okay, I also think so, we're still picking back up from the earlier weeks when we wasn't recording, so if we're out of our element, I feel like that's natural. Right. We're trying, <laughs> and it's weird not being in the same room with y'all. Yeah, it is weird. <laughs> Okay, so if y'all lived under a rock this past week, then let me give you some wild-ass information. And if you know anything about true crime, then you know about Adnan Sayed. And he was the subject of, like, the monumental, crazy popular um, podcast, Serial, season one. And I want, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe I might be doing too much, but I feel like Serial kind of put true crime podcasts like where they are now. Like, I feel mm. like it got people really into the genre. But anyway, here's the article. It is from NPR, and it came out on September 21st, and the title is Adnan Syed's Case is Unique. Withholding of Potentially Exculpatory Evidence is Not. So here we go. The case of Adnan Adnan Syed, who served more than 20 years in prison on murder charges before his conviction was vacated on Monday, is unique because of the enormous publicity it garnered through the hit true crime podcast serial. But one of the reasons he was set free, because prosecutors withheld evidence that may have exonerated him, is not uncommon. So basically Adnan is out. And it is because there was evidence that was withheld by prosecutors. So it says, in making the decision to release Syed from prison, Circuit Judge Melissa Finn in Baltimore relied on an extensive review of the case by prosecutors in Maryland, showing, among other things, that authorities knew of at least two alternative suspects besides Syed in the 1999 murder of Hay Minley, an ex-girlfriend of his. But prosecutors kept information about alternative suspects from defense attorneys, according to the motion to vacate the conviction filed by prosecutors. They now have 30 days to decide whether to proceed with a new trial or drop the charges against Syed, who has long maintained his innocence. Syed's case highlights how the withholding of potentially exculpatory evidence by police and prosecutors can often lead to wrongful convictions. Critics say that a lack of accountability and transparency has made it easy for prosecutors to get away with such official misconduct. And innocent, I'm sorry, as innocent individuals brought before the justice system are made to pay, oftentimes with years of their lives behind bars for crimes they did not commit. Yikes. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and confess. I've never heard of Serial. And really? I had I had never heard of this case before yesterday. Oh, damn. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. As much as I love true crime, I literally was like, who is this? Why is this such a big deal? And I still haven't. That was the first article that I've actually listened to or read about it. So. Well, you need to go listen to Serial Season 1. It's it's a roller coaster, but it'll give you like all the background you need on the case. But basically, he didn't do it. There, <laughs> I don't want to get into like the details, but he was charged with killing his ex-girlfriend at the time decades ago. And it was just clear through the podcast and through like all the evidence that he didn't do it. Um, mm. But he went to jail. He was convicted and he's been there for 20 years. So for him to get out, especially with them saying that there's other suspects like that is fucking wild. Wow. It is wild. It's also wild that like, this isn't the end because they could still bring him back in or pursue right. another trial. I'm interested to see whether or not they do that. And like, what what the next steps are. I'm not super, super familiar with the case, but I have heard of it before. There's also like an HBO documentary about it that mm-hmm. um, was pretty popular a few years ago. Mm-hmm. What do you mean they could bring him back in? Like, he's not exonerated? Mm-mm. Basically, like, they, so they have this new evidence that there were other suspects back in the day. So they could either decide that, like, that's enough that, um, he shouldn't have been convicted and then they like take away the conviction or they can decide that that just means that they need to do the trial all over again with these new suspects included in the trial. And then that could still end in him going back to jail. Oh my fucking God. He better yeah. enjoy every single fucking minute that he can. Mm-hmm. When that's I so opinion, everyone has decided that he's innocent because I mean, it just, it looks that way, but right. it really does. I mean, it's like, I would be shocked if he ended up and not actually did it. I don't know. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I think it would look really badly on them at this point to, to bring him back and put him on trial again. But uh, that's what, what I'm interested in. It's always interested to see what the government decides to do in these kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Cause there might be this- someone behind the scenes that just has a bone to pick and just wants to prove their point, you know? Exactly. That's what I was just about to say. It sounds like, um, well, there's some parallels. Obviously, Khalif Brado was innocent, but this this feels very similar to that, like how he was in there for so long and then they let him out. And then they were like, oh, well, you might have to go back to jail or they were going to arrest him or whatever. And then he ended up committing suicide. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why did y'all, y'all, y'all found enough evidence to commute his sentence? Obviously, something is wrong with him even being in the mix like Mm -hmm. just let him go and pursue these other suspects because he was in there for 20 years like bringing him out and then put him back in oh my god that's torture and he went in as a kid as a teenager yeah and now he like missed out on all of his childhood and And young young adulthood adulthood. Mm -hmm. do you know anything about how um the ex-girlfriend's family feels or felt about his sentence and him being convicted. Um, that would be interesting I'm, to know. I'm trying to remember like what they covered in the podcast. I don't, I think they kind of like didn't outwardly like publicly say what their opinion on it was. That's from this what I remember. It's really difficult for them. Don't quote me. I don't know what, what they're like. I haven't really seen an article talking about how they feel about this. So I don't know. Like I'd, I'd be interested to see what their 
how they're feeling like all these years later. I mean, on top of like, if they did think that Adnan did it, like having him mm-hmm. out of jail is one thing, but then for them like 20 years later to learn that there's two other people that they could have like, right. Could have been the people that killed their daughter, sister, whoever. Like that's probably shocking. Can't too. imagine having someone that I love murdered. And then like one, if I didn't believe that he did it, like being frustrated that they're not pursuing other suspects. And then like, all this like attention like from the podcast from the documentaries and all the things and then 20 years later he's out and like we're still no closer to getting justice for like my loved one i would be so fucking mad like Mm -hmm. no definitely but they just be wanting somebody to to have on record that they arrested somebody this shit is so fucking terrible Mm -hmm. and and he's a brown person like it's just Mm -hmm. all the layers with that so, I don't know, but it's it's monumental as hell. But after twenty years, he even has yeah. a chance to be out like this. I mean, especially because I mean that was like I don't I don't know. Don't quote me, y'all, but I feel like Serial has been in like the top ten true crime podcasts like ever since it came out. Even really? when it stopped doing the season on Adnan, like that podcast made this case like the most popular true crime case. Like i don't know wow. about ever maybe john benet is ever but it's up there for sure so people like know about it so for mm. this to happen 20 years later it's pretty wild i wonder if they're gonna do another season of cereal all right y'all we'll be right back after we pay some bills are you a huge cunt? us too wait can we even say cunt? of course it's empowering these days cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. the drag queen, Fat Girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch while we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy and cunty with us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watching. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on The Big Cunty... Oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. On the big c- couch. Mwah. Oh, <laughs> to have like and and do an update on him. Yeah, I also find it, it interesting that he was arrested around the time when there was like, I mean, of course, America's still Islamophobic because it's all the phobias, but this was mm-hmm. like the the height of like Islamophobia in in the U.S. So I wonder right. if that's also something that contributed to the way that people saw his case or like the way he was prosecuted. I'm sure it did. Mm. It probably did. Yeah, you're right. Oh, that's interesting. Very much so. Mm. Well, I hope that and y'all should listen to Serial when you have time because you'll be you'll be as invested. As yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to it because I'm, I'm invested It's now. an intricate story. Yeah, you have. To. It's really good. It really is. Mm-mm-mm. all right y'all well we will be back with our main play so content warnings for this story are genital mutilation and i guess bodily mutilation um blood is definitely a major factor in this story as well as torture um let's see and i think there's one more mentioning of um mentioning of seizures and that's pretty much it 
Uh, so yeah, this part, this story is pretty short, but I've, I've found this in my notes. Uh, I took all these notes like a while ago and I was like, oh shit, I forgot about this story. This is so weird and interesting. So yeah, um, it's not that long, but it is very interesting. Or at least I think so. Maybe because I'm fucked up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a little fucked up, so that's okay. This <laughs> is the story of the blood countess. Her name is Elizabeth Bathory. Okay. So Elizabeth was born on August 7th in 1560 unfortunately that makes her a leo if i'm not mistaken that's like the second leo that we've done so i'm still two for like 56 and there are zero cancers (laughs) you know what what? i'm gonna do a cancer story (laughs) (laughs) there's two leos and every other one is sagittarius that is absolutely not true and and gemini (laughs) right (laughs) i'm mad but yeah um, so Elizabeth was born in a town. Oh, also, y'all, if we have any le- listeners from Europe, I'm so sorry about how I'm pronouncing this stuff. Like, there's so many accents and umlauts and stuff. I'm so sorry. It's all Slovakia. I don't know what I'm talking about. And I don't have time to look up all these pronunciations. So Elizabeth was born in Nerebater, the kingdom of, in a kingdom of Hungary, uh, in 1560. So her entire family was nobles. Everybody was super, super rich. Everybody was in a position of leadership. Her mother, her father, especially her uncle, he was something called the the Voivod of Transylvania, which is like the head nigga in charge. I don't necessarily know exactly (laughs) what his role was, but I know it's like the top, top, like official of Transylvania. And so she grew up rich. She grew up privileged. Uh, she spoke like six, seven languages. She wrote and read in all of them. Uh, she could translate and things like that. She was known for being extremely intelligent and her family was known for, um, their nobility as well. Um, so they were Protestant in a time when like they were, uh, Europe was switching over between, you know, like Protestantism and like Catholicism or whatever. So there was always that turbulence as well as some, um, some other turbulence with wars, but we'll get to that later. So her uncle was the King of Poland and they lived in this family castle in Hungary, um, until such, I'm um, sorry, I messed up. We can uh, edit that out. Yeah. So her uncle was the King of Poland and she was, she was raised in a castle in Hungary. Um, and her family was known for being very, very cruel to their staff. Um, they were known for inbreeding and they were also known for having something called the falling sickness. And this falling sickness (laughs) was known, um, now it's now speculated that the falling sickness is epilepsy and the reason why they all had it was because of inbreeding so back then i guess that was like common or whatever but their family was known I mean, for like having this <laughs> <laughs> um so they pretty much carried it on to everybody but yeah they were known for being like very very cruel to their staff um her uncle and like all of his brothers were like serial killers and everybody knew because it was normal for uh for rich people to abuse their staff back then like um if you did something wrong and like they just murdered a servant off rip just because i don't know their food wasn't hot enough or something like that that was pretty much normal so nobody ever really did anything about it um so they considered 
servants to be like chattel in the same way that like black people were um considered like chattel slavery so like you were uh, like born into it and considered like property or like animals so like i said this wasn't unusual but eventually what elizabeth ended up doing was considered unusual because of the extent that she took it to so in a time when people are known for killing their staff she took that shit like to a whole nother level even this is what she is known. <laughs> yeah <laughs> even <laughs> even further than else. just killing your staff <laughs> that was gotta be wild if you like really stand out in the culture that's built around cruelty absolutely this shit is fucking ridiculous so Bathory, she suffered from the falling sickness when she was younger, which caused a lot of um, mental issues for her. And at the time, um, the treatment for this was to take the blood of somebody who did not have the falling sickness and put it on that person's lips. No. So, <laughs> right. Absolutely I don't not. That. I don't need that. I'll be right. sick. okay no thank you um and this i guess this was a time when they wasn't they wasn't really thinking about i mean they probably were thinking about science but this probably was the science of the time so Mm -hmm. um maybe um putting their putting the blood on a piece of their skull as well uh as the episode ended um was Again, no. part, of, part of the treatment <laughs> blood on their skull how like i on, don't on my head like i don't know temple? i think, I think maybe means? maybe like a cross in the middle because they were protestant i mean yeah. but there's like crossing over from catholicism so i don't know exactly what that means maybe mm-hmm. it means like taking a chunk of that person's skull like a lobotomy i do not know how to confirm that saying is how it was the 1500s like they (laughs) (laughs) they don't have no type of documentation for this um so yeah so she married into another um another prominent hungarian family in 1575 his name was Ferenc nas nadesty um Ferenc is a cool name by the way Mm -hmm. it sounds very black to me which is weird yeah um but I also might be pronouncing it incorrectly. And there's probably some Hungarian person yelling into the, <laughs> into the <laughs> speaker when they listen to this, like it's for, for NJ or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm so sorry. I apologize in the beginning. I will continue to apologize. Cause I know I'm fucking all these up except for like one. Um, so yeah, he was a member of another powerful uh, Hungarian family. And so he moved her into this castle called Castle Kestis, which was a wedding gift from his family, which is like fucking The fun. castle was a wedding gift? Yes. They gifted yeah. them a castle for their fucking wedding. I was like, damn, I want to marry Hungarian royalty. Fuck. But um, so from 1585 to 1595, uh, Elizabeth was known for being a very loving mother to her four children. Um, there aren't any necessarily like any rumors of anything happening just yet. Um, but she and her husband, well, her husband, let me let me start with him. Her husband was very mean to his staff and he kept escalating like how he would treat his staff. And so she escalated with him. Um he would torture girls all the time. He would torture girls like on his staff. And as the relationship went on, she surpassed him. So he started it. He started her on like, you know, uh, being mean to the peasant girls that used to work for them or whatever. Um, they used to do weird shit to them. And we'll talk about that in a second. 
and then she ended up like getting too much into it and then she ended up like taking that shit to the next level um one time he covered a servant girl with honey and he made her stand outside all day now mind you there's like ants and shit outside bugs and insects and bees and all this stuff like that so imagine like all the bites that she got like all over her body and yeah dude was fucking sadistic as fuck so no, he goes I away to never survive during this time <laughs> being a woman back then no. you were useless like you were completely worthless to your society and they could do anything they want to do like horrible existence. i just i just would have died i just would have i just simply would have passed away because i'm pussy. So if you tra- you tra- i would have took somebody with me <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> Cause cover me in honey. Oh my fucking god! And the ant bites and the and the. Oh my god! No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're gonna have to kill me, and I'm gonna try to kill you on the way out. So, <laughs> so as we all know, white people be on the colonial fuckery, and there's always some religious struggle going on. So at this time, there was a struggle going on between the Ottomans and the Protestants. And I want to say the Ottoman Empire includes like Turkey and all that. So I want to say like this is most of like Central Asia up against like Europe, England, uh, Hungary, stuff like that. Um, so in the middle of this struggle, Na- uh, Nadesti, he ends up going to war um, with the Hungarian army against the Ottomans. And so he left all of his property to her. This includes 17 villages around the castle and then like eight other eight or nine other properties. So she ends up being rich as fuck. Like she ends up like as rich as she already was. It's like ridiculous at this point. She's like the most powerful woman in Hungary, basically. Um, So she has all this property. She has all the staff. And so he goes to war and ends up dying. Oh, wow. I mean, I guess that happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happens when men go to war, but right. yeah. <laughs> bring it back. <laughs> 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 you know they they just don't make them like they used to um <laughs> so um so yeah ottomans and christians were constantly fighting um and so it's also believed that like this constant struggle between like protestantism and like you know, the ottomans and like everything that was going on as far as like a constant environment of war from when she was younger up until now affected her personality so they also believed that that could have contributed to her violent nature um so she started to find new ways to keep herself busy or to keep herself amused so she started getting into witchcraft she surrounded herself with witches she surrounded herself with sorcerers uh alchemists uh anybody who practiced the black arts and um she started using everything that she learned or everything that she was getting into to be more cruel to her staff she became yeah, very because i was like that's kind of lit and then yeah no i thought that was too but yeah you're right well <laughs> um so she became obsessed with blood um and she was extremely fascinated by young girls um there's this incident is actually a rumor so i'm not exactly sure how true this is but she's rich and white so i'm just gonna say it's true um there was this incident where she ended up with like blood on her hands and she was really disgusted. But then she saw like how 
how well like her how good her skin looked after after she like wiped the blood off or whatever and then she was like oh okay so blood has healing properties okay bet so that's where they say that she got her obsession with blood and it's documented that she's obsessed with blood but that incident isn't necessarily documented like i said i don't need proof but it's whatever um it's kind of like the like 1500s version of like a vampire mask mm -hmm, or vampire facial you know what I'm talking about? I can't about, believe they... that's a real thing. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> Kim, Kim Kardashian give? Yeah. yeah. Kim and Chloe. Well, they, like, they like poke all these holes and like rub your blood. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> yeah. It's like a mask of your own blood on your face. Right. Ugh. No. I didn't. I've never understood that. And I feel like I could do that by myself. Even though I fuck it up, but still, I feel like it's just cheaper to just stab myself in the face with needles or something. I don't know. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Poke my finger and it rubbed the blood on my face or something. I don't know. Ew. Um, so, yeah. Some of the stuff that she used to do to the girls is fucking wild. So, just those triggers that I brought up, um, pull them out your pocket because here it goes. Um, so, she used to burn their pubic hairs off burn why would you burn it i I guess she was just obsessed with like genitals and like women's bodies and stuff like that she used to just burn their pubic hairs off and she was sometimes used to make the girls work naked um it's giving repressed homosexual but sure. again heavy mm -hmm. on the repressed because homosexuals don't act like that they just fuck women right like, you're so obsessed that you hurt hurt women that's weird yeah. um so yeah there was uh also another uh instance where they said like if she flew off in like a tantrum or something like that she would put irons on some of the girls faces um she at one point stretched one girl's jaw open until it snapped oh my god do you know how painful a broken jaw is oh my god Oh my god! And to to slowly have to endure that, like I just, ooh, ooh, I just, I it pains me to even say that. Like, so to, yeah, no, somebody having to go. It's giving. Um, what was that white woman who lived in New Orleans who tortured enslaved Africans? Madame Lollerie, is that her name? Oh, didn't they do it? it was, wasn't she in Coven? American Horror Story. Yeah, they featured in the episode. She was a real woman, and those things that she did in the episode more real things that she did and the like desi desire to just like be disgusting and over the top and like i don't know torturous those things are similar but it reminds me of a conversation i was just having with someone recently about how like these kinds of like really disgusting things are they usually are specific to white people like you don't hear about people doing this kind of stuff outside of that community like the that's way that they treat enslaved people, like yeah. how do you come up with this shit? Like, wh and why? Yeah, and why? No, I completely agree with you, and I like. So this is a very hot take, and I know this is a very hot take, but I still stand by it with my soul. The service industry, the way that it is, is like a part of that. I feel like it's like a little piece of that old world, like we're nobles you're peasants you bring food to us you serve from the left the you serve from the right side you clear from the left you know that whole thing like it's very it's giving like peasants no that's a thing that is a thing there's an episode of adam ruins everything about it 
No, I love him. How did I not see that? Oh Probably my god. Okay. <laughs> Y'all giving me all kind of TV I gotta watch. I gotta catch up. Anyway, um so now because of okay, so because she keeps murdering like peasants and because she keeps torturing these girls, rumors start to swirl about I think that's a word, but anyway, I'm just gonna go with it. Rumors start to I don't know, go around about what she's been doing to these peasant girls. Um, but nobody does anything because they're not rich. Nobody gives a shit. They're peasants. So um some of the stuff that people keep reporting to the <laughs> my <laughs> I don't know why this is funny. Even the police in the fifteen hundreds wasn't shit. <laughs> Y'all didn't even have guns. Not surprising. No, it still surprising. wasn't shit. Was say, I'm not surprised at all. They was out here with spears and horses and they little family shields or whatever, wearing wigs and high heels. <laughs> And these bitches was still not shit. Anyway, so yeah, people were reporting stuff that was happening to the girls and nobody did anything. Uh, so later on, she kind of ups the ante a little bit because she's bored and she's running out of girls to torture. Like, that's just how many she's going through. So she starts to lure noble women to the castle and to her properties or whatever, and then she'll torture them and kill them. The noble a, women? Yeah, noble other noble women. So these are women who are popular, these are women who have money, and they're women who are into, you know, like the scene, like they go to court and you know, all that stuff like that. So um there's this one very popular story that um there was like a local soprano or something. Um yeah, she was a soprano. And because Elizabeth didn't like the way that she sang her song, she t- like literally tortured her uh and then ended up killing her completely forgetting that she's a popular soprano which is like okay cool that's like somebody taking like i don't know janelle monet or something or oh okay cool we just gonna kidnap solange because you know i don't like the bitch cracking when she hit that note and stuff like that you just torture her in your house and you just kill it and the last person that you know everybody saw her with was you like that type shit right so now the rumors are like okay cool maybe the rumors might be true we need to send somebody to like investigate or whatever the king of hungary sent her cousin elizabeth's cousin to go investigate and that's when he ended up finding out a lot more um evidence so as he started to interview people and as they started to like report more of what she had been doing, the reports included um, trigger warnings for all the things. Get ready. Um, severe beatings, burning or mutilation of hands, biting the flesh off of people's faces. Oh, no. What? Biting, biting the flesh oh, off of people's no, arms no, no, no. and other body parts. Um, there's an instance where she had people lay on the ground and she poured water on them and they froze to the ground. <gasps> what? Yeah. Like, oh, it must un- be really cold over there. Unhinged, unhinged type of shit. Oh yeah. This is where they make white people. Like it's cold as shit. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Not um, where they make white people. <laughs> <laughs> I stole it from Donald Glover. Um, <laughs> the use of needles was also mentioned by, um, collaborators in court um and then all other forms of torture according to the budapest city archives 
the girls were burned with hot tongues and then they were placed into freezing cold water. So constant no. um, introduction between like two contrasts was like a big thing. And that hurts um, so bad. Like when you, when it's cold outside and then you like run your hand under warm water, like that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. So bad. Yeah, exactly. And that's not even like, you don't even have to be outside for that long for that to happen. So for you to have to endure that, like, being outside in the freezing cold for however long, being burned and then dipped in freezing like it's uh, uh I like my legs hurt just thinking about it. <laughs> um she also used to do the thing that her husband used to do, um, cover people in honey and then introduce them to live ants. No. So that they could get bitten all over. She was also suspected of cannibalism, but there wasn't any <gasps> like Ew. Which Maybe is she was biting skin off people's faces. And true, yeah, probably was not a, was not a leap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, it's not pain. a strong leap at all. But the thing, like cannibalism claims, are funny to me because it's always like, oh, what? Where's the proof in her stomach? Stop like, it! <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> find it. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, we can't find enough evidence to charge. Yeah, because she ate it's, it. It's being digested at the moment. <laughs> like I for guess. real. Test her pee for human remains or something. Do what y'all do. I don't know. But it's the 1600s. Like like I said, they didn't have this type of um, technology or whatever. Um, yeah. So during the investigation, let's see. We talked about uh, the brutal punishments. Um, okay. So, yeah. those There were three main servants who um, would help her with these would help her with like torturing people or whatever. Cause at first it was uh, thought that like maybe she was doing it by herself. And then they're like, no, she most definitely had help. So we got to talk to these three main servants or whatever. And that's where they got all that information or whatever. Um, they also said she was like heavily involved with like Satanism and witchcraft. And then when they got to her obsession with blood, they were like, well, the reason why she did that was to maintain her youthful glow. And she would only bathe in the blood of murdered virgins. Wow. So that part also isn't documented, but because of all of the other stuff that was happening, there it's heavily believed that like, okay, this isn't like a this isn't a far step from from what the things that's documented that she actually did. I wonder how she got enough for a bath though. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of blood. I feel like when they say bathe, because I mean it's Europeans, come on, be for real. They True. did like bird baths. So I think that maybe she had enough to like wipe on her. And then that was like bathing, like bathing. And it meant like wiping it everywhere. I don't think, I don't think she had enough for a tub. I don't even think they had those. Did they? I I don't I think, think they, so. I think they had Victorian um, era tubs. I don't, I don't know when the Victorian era was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like saying Victorian era, but I don't know what years those were. Uh, <laughs> um they also said that she used to fly off into um she used to fly off into a rage like with an instant and then she would just like randomly stab people um and that was also documented (laughs) that was not funny i'm just like this is so random like no it's so it's so outrageous i'm telling you rich people can do whatever the fuck they want to do this is why i believe like i heavily believe that those farms where they like hunt people for fun i think those are real Oh, no, no they absolutely are real. Okay. I, I, I thought y'all was about to. <laughs> I no, I, I definitely that. believe I mean, that they're real. I okay, yeah. That. No, I, yeah, most definitely. Because stuff like this, I'm like, whenever rich people have any kind of power, they definitely over fucking use that shit and yeah. abuse it. So, um, 
It was also documented that one time she slowly ran a spear into a woman and then just like, I guess like ever, like ever so slowly just like stabbed her with it. But it was so slow that she just like very slowly was stabbed. I don't really know how to describe it other than oh, that. that like, instead of ramming it, it into does. her as a form of torture. Oh gosh, that's horrible. Um, so they also documented that the depositions of the servants was extremely unusual because it's not it's not common for poor people to tell on rich people. Like it's usually the other way around. You know, people accuse poor people of doing stuff and they end up being hung or they end up being executed, things like that. So this was uh this was very unusual for I guess the police at that time. I don't really know the guards. I don't know what to call them. For them to even ask. Yeah, for them to even ask or interview them or for them to have that on record was like very fucking weird. Um so after taking the depositions of the people living uh in the areas around her estate, it was estimated that she tortured and killed more than six hundred girls with the assistance of her three servants. Where did she what? even find six hundred girls? Uh poor people coming to work for her. Like but like Listen. villages be having fucking uh what do they call it a population of like 800 total like where the fuck did she get 600 girls so you gotta understand that she owned like 17 villages true on, you did say. say that um i don't i will uh, i think it's too far up for me to go back to the exact number right now but i'll go back up later yeah she I owned 17. 17 yeah and then she also owned like nine other castles or something like that because her husband left her with all these properties. So she was probably taking like a little bit of from here, a little bit from there, a little bit from out of town, you know, a few who already stayed there. And because she was rich, like, okay, it, all of this is like urban legend. Ooh, the blood countess. Ooh, you know. And then, of course, in that bloody wartime or whatever, how do, how do stories travel that far? Probably don't. So after they gather all this evidence... Elizabeth was never tried for murder. The three right. servants, the three servants were. Damn. The servants were tried. The servants were tried for murder. Um, I did not look up. I think I, I was watching a documentary when they um, talked about their sentences, but if I'm not mistaken, they were sentenced to death and or wow. life, life, life in prison. Yeah. Wow. So her servants ended up taking a rap for that shit. But she was of never tried. She was never even put on trial. She was never indicted. Like none of that. They just put her on house arrest. In her castle? Yeah, in her castle. She she to, stayed there. Is it for all her castles or just the one? Like <laughs> I think it's just the Castis, like the, but the main thing one. is back then it wasn't like they were going, you know, to like the store or like to the mall. They right. were in their house. That's just what they did. They didn't leave. So yeah. House arrest is That's not, not essentially for us. For us, house arrest would probably get annoying after some point being in a, a two bedroom house, you know, some shit. But like a castle, that's a that's a world. Does she still get to have servants? Like that's <laughs> I don't How even know. Punishment? Well, I mean, I guess it's a pun punishment if you're rich and the world is your oyster and you can't go anymore. But yeah, she was confined to her quarters until she died at the age of fifty-four. Damn, they used and to she die was never tried. Yourself. Yeah, yeah, fifty-four <laughs> it, feels old for that time. If you did, if yeah. you made it past like three or four years old, I feel like fifty-four. I mean, yeah, 
That is pretty old for that time. Yeah. That's wild. People used to die in their thirties and forties back then. Probably because they didn't wash their fucking hands. Nasty. Yeah. But yeah, she was labeled by the Guinness World Record book as the most prolific female murderer. Um, even though they don't know exactly how many victims that she has. So she's often compared to Vlad the Impaler, the one who um inspired the story of Dracula. And she's also um named as the inspiration behind Dracula. I think it's like the book. Mm. So yeah. That is the story of Elizabeth Bathory, the Blood Countess. Damn. I knew of this story, but I did not know all those details about all the other specific types of torture and the burning of the pubic hair and things like that until today. I could have yeah. gone my whole life not knowing, but, you know. No, same. <laughs> Especially as somebody who's afraid of getting waxed, and I probably, I probably would have been me in line to get my pubes burned. So yeah. that sounds terrible. <laughs> so like, how do you put it out and then burn hair, singed hair? Come on, no. Eee, listen, <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm yeah. putting that day. I'm leaving. You would have pulled like, out a candlestick. No, not doing that. This is also a lesson to everybody listening. If the turnover rate is too high, <laughs> where are you trying to where you trying to apply? Don't go. It's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Literally. You might not be tortured. You might not get your pews burned off or whatever, but it still carries over into the way capitalism moves these days. Okay. There's a reason yeah. why niggas not this sticking whole story around. story was a lesson on capitalism. Everything yes. seems like it always ends up being a lesson on capitalism. Say, <laughs> right. It's always white supremacy, capitalism, or the patriarchy. Or Listen, of the three. The trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should this be a crime? Yes. We'll be back. Alright, so I haven't really read any like articles about it, but I have I have been seeing posts about it like on TikTok and like Instagram and stuff like that. And the main thing I keep seeing is like, oh, so and so posted PMB Rock's location and then shortly after that he was shot. Um and I keep seeing people like saying, Oh, like if he survives, like he shouldn't fuck with her no more. One, two, three, and all this. And I'm just like, people, people do that all the time. Like when people go on dates, they be like, oh yeah, we at, you know, such and such restaurants, real cute. Roscoe chicken and waffles. I think that's, that was where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he did die, like right before he died, people were posting a video of him laying in his own blood. Um, if y'all if y'all are shocked by that, or if y'all didn't see it, I'm so glad y'all didn't see it because it, it came across my timeline. I didn't watch it, but I did see like a little clip, and I'm like, why the fuck are y'all sharing this? What is wrong with y'all? No, they I did didn't. the same thing when yeah. Nipsey Hussle was killed. They they posted a video of it. Yeah, I feel like I, they I, were showing pictures. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. So off rip, I think that's that's the crime right there. <laughs> like fucking showing a video of somebody dying in a restaurant like that's so fucked up and who was recording anyway why the fuck were you doing that when somebody just got shot yeah i don't know i do i hate when people make generalizations about 
the culture or like society and things like that. But I, that is one thing that I can say that I don't like is that people are, and sometimes it's for the best, but sometimes people are more inclined to pull out their phone and start recording than to like intervene or get help or provide mm-hmm. like life sustaining resources or anything like that. And it's like, to what end, you know, like sometimes, like I said, it is necessary, especially when we're like monitoring police and things like that. But I mean, when someone's actively dying, like, do you need to record that? It's like the same right. thing that happened with um, the Bryant family and the other people that were killed in the uh, helicopter crash. Like the police were held accountable because they took photos of the dead bodies. You don't need to do that. Like, why would you do that? I did why not know they took pictures of the bodies. Yeah. And then Vanessa Bryant and some of the other people who were survivors, well, who were lost family in that crash, sued the LAPD for it. And even if, even though the pictures weren't released, because it's like, why the fuck do you have them? Yeah, why were you taking that in the first place? Somebody died. That shit is so fucking weird. I mean, it's also horrible, like, how much... I don't know if, like, people just need someone to blame. But I'm like, why wouldn't you just blame the people that killed this man? This mm-hmm. young man. Rather than try to blame his girlfriend for doing something mm-hmm. that literally everybody in the world does. It's mm-hmm. like they have to, find, in some way, they have to always figure out a way to blame the black woman or black femme. Like, even mm-hmm. when she clearly has nothing to do with it. Like, it's so fucked. Right? Yeah, not at all. Yeah. And the read mentioned this, too. Like, they were very clearly out at a public restaurant. He was killed very, very shortly after her story was posted. Anybody in that restaurant could have called up one of their hitters or whoever and been like, pull up so-and-so is here let's rob him like that could have been anybody like he was a celebrity who was recognizable like that we don't know that it was her posting that caused that like no one has any real reason to believe that Mm -hmm. yeah they were probably already in the area if if this happened that shortly after she posted her story but again everybody just want to have that that story of like oh so-and-so got set up and it was her it was her some the, somebody to point their fingers at or whatever and i'm just like um that shit was so fucking sad she just lost her fucking husband or boyfriend or however you know involved they were and y'all are blaming her that has to be so fucking sad mm-hmm. i can't imagine yeah it's horrible like you think that they would kind of try to rally behind her yeah like they did with Lauren London and stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but even with Lauren London, that was kinda that whole situation was kinda weird too. It was like it wasn't wasn't somebody talking about like, oh, she started dating, like that would be weird or something like that. Yeah, like, like they wanted to they wanted her to grieve or like grieve while forever. Also not- <laughs> Yeah, but also not finding somebody, like, for the rest of her life. Like, what is that mm-hmm. supposed to mean? Like, I'm sure that she's, like, terrified to ever have somebody new in her life or publicly mm-hmm. have somebody new. Because I mm-hmm. know she's going to get some backlash, which is horrible. Yeah. She's probably terrified. And even, even before, I mean, like, she's still grieving, obviously. But, like, before that even became a conversation, she didn't bring that up. She wasn't saying, like, oh, I'm thinking about dating somebody niggas just brought that up like oh she started dating somebody that's gonna be disrespectful and it's like she's not she's grieving she's still crying right. over this man that's right. her baby daddy that's her husband <laughs> like, what the get, fuck is wrong with y'all second. i don't know wow. people were saying that about faith evans too so i was like oh if faith evans got with somebody else and i'm like biggie 
Biggie died a whole like 25 years ago. Why? What is wrong with y'all? Hang it up. Hang it up. Pack it up. Y'all just hate women. Yeah. Y'all just hate fans. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, men cheat on everybody while they're alive. Like, child. I, I mean, if y'all want to talk about something else, we could talk about cheating. <laughs> <laughs> But first, I have to say, rest in peace to PAB Rock because that's so fucked up. And I, yeah. I don't, I didn't know much about him. I, I just know that he was, you know, trying to do what was best for himself and like come up and like be okay. And as far as his online persona is concerned, I mean, like he seemed like a pretty decent person, I guess, who was just trying to survive and do his music shit. So, yeah. And sending love to his family too, because that's tough and a very impossible, irreplaceable loss. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And I just hope that we can at some point get to the, the point to where, you know, we don't have to fear that with posting where we are or something that like somebody could attack you. And even mm-hmm. like, you know, I think I saw an article or like a tweet or something and it was Ice Cube talking about um, how like rappers that live in LA or from that area, Compton and stuff, like they, it's like if you pay attention, they don't wear a lot of jewelry. They don't like wear flashy clothes and stuff because of how bad it is in that area, like with getting robbed, like just because... Mm-hmm people know that they have money that they purposely don't dress flashy and don't like, you know, carry on in a way that like shows people that they have a lot of money on them and stuff. And I'm like, it, I mean, it sucks that people have to constantly be like considering that. Mm-hmm. And then for like a young, a young girl or a young woman, I'm sorry to now for the rest of her life, feel like she's being blamed for the death of her boyfriend. Right. Because she, posted that she was eating chicken and waffles like i it, i just i'm like when can we get to a, the place where that's not gonna result in somebody dying right right i'm like why does it have to be murder like you know people i'm sure have all sorts of feelings about robbery but like i think it was it's funny that you mentioned ice cubes i think it was ice tea who was saying like niggas stick niggas are like people been doing that like mm-hmm. robbing people is a thing that people do will continue to do how it got escalated to murder, like, is the part that's confusing. Like, why? Why? Just why? I just don't understand why. Like, it doesn't yeah. need to be all that. Like, unless it's this nigga did something to you pers- per- personally, like, what is, what is the point? For a chain? Yeah. That you're exactly. not even going to be able to sell? Yeah, that's, yeah, that was Ice-T, who was like, um... I keep telling y'all about LA, but y'all don't want to listen. I'm gonna stop talking. Da, da, da. He was just yeah, all the stuff you just said. That shit was crazy. But at first, when I saw that tweet, I didn't understand what he was talking about, and then I heard about what happened to P and B. So I was like, oh shit. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, definitely think it's a crime to post the video, and it's a crime to blame the girlfriend. One hundred percent agreed. Yeah, you niggas need to be in Twitter jail. Instagram jail. Twitter jail for sure. Yeah. Take away their <laughs> social media accounts. Yeah, and I hate I know we're like towards the end of this conversation, but I hate that like likes and shares have become so valuable to people that they're willing to like like you said, post a video of somebody dying just so they can get like 
a thousand retweets like those who cares about that shit like who cares but you're willing to like one traumatize people who are just trying to scroll and get the news for the day on twitter and two that's so disrespectful like to Mm -hmm. him and his family and like everybody that loves him and you want to do it for like a couple people to like your post right right so annoying yeah it's a given black mirror it's very black and it's scary Mm because this is literally black mirror like what do you what would you do for a viral video what would you do and you say you're so disconnected but even people who are so disconnected are like watching these videos when people's deaths get posted on social media so yeah yeah it's sad it is very sad Uh, well i miss y'all and i'm sad that we weren't able to record in person but i feel like this went pretty well for our first official virtual yeah i think it's cute and i think it was a good i think it was a good time for us to try this and we'll get the hang of it and get better at it and uh for y'all listening we're looking at each other like we have cameras and if y'all want us to do some like some type of something. I don't know if it'll be full episodes, but something where we record ourselves and you can see our facial reactions. Let us know. Cause you know, maybe I'll brush my hair back a little bit, <laughs> but I'm like a swipe of mascara and get in front of a camera for y'all. Yeah. I'll wax my um, head. I shave my head. I'll um, shine it up for y'all. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta take out these braids and get a haircut or something. But yeah. let us know your ideas. Yeah, let us know if y'all want to see our faces. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, you can find us online at Iana Killer Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and Iana Killer Pod on TikTok. I can't remember the one that has the shorter thing. Is it Twitter? Twitter. It's Twitter. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, y'all got it. We've been doing this for so long. (laughs) And you can listen to us on Apple, on Spotify, and literally anywhere else where you can find podcasts. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all, friends. Bye. Bye.